0: Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald headlines with
1: Darren Mann today, heading off to the central Karoo district. The municipality there, headed by Gayton McKenzie, has made headlines and made progress when it comes to service delivery. Some very interesting initiatives that have been brought into play by the mayor. He joins us today, Gayton McKenzie. Gayton, thank you for your time. Are you well? I'm very well.
0: Thank you, Darren. Thanks for inviting me on the show.
1: It's only a pleasure. I'd like to know how you managed to achieve some things but other municipalities don't. There doesn't seem to be much red tape or bureaucracy with you.
0: I think, you know, uh, it's a bit embarrassing for me because I come from the corporate world, and what I'm doing, it's standard. It's just because the bar's been set so low by politicians that it looks like I'm doing some extraordinary things here. But please be told, these are standard things. These are normal things simply because they've done nothing and I'm doing a little. Now my little seems like I'm doing quite a lot.
1: Let's talk about those things that you are doing. There's been bakery and bread involved. There's been tar bitumen and potholes involved and a number of other promises, including the fact that you're going to forego your mayor's salary. Let's talk about all that.
0: I think let's start. You know, the municipality is bankrupt. I think let's start with why how I ended up here. I ended up here because I said I want to go to the most struggling, municipality in South Africa, the one with the highest unemployment number, and that's how I ended up here. Coming here, I told them I don't want a salary, I don't want bodyguards, I don't want mayoral cars, I don't want the mayoral house, I want no perks, because I just think that it's just obscene for mayors to drive around in this big black cars and there's not an ambulance in the area. It is just for me that is just not right. So yeah, gave that up. And it is such a good Effect because for the first time in history, uh two weeks ago, the Beaufort West municipality councillors voted against their own salary increase. Now, for me, that has never happened for councillors to vote against a salary increase. And uh big up to all the councillors in Both West municipality. They said we can't take an increase, and I just want to 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 to, to congratulate them on that.
1: That's fantastic.
0: So it It is it a, a knock-on effect. As far as, as, as running the municipality, what people must understand, there's no money in this municipality. So what I've done is that I've had a gala dinner to try to raise some money. Uh, I got permission from council to do that, to raise some money. We raised in around, I think, $3 million. Wow. Wow. Uh, and then we said, we, we said that I can't be a mayor. I said I can't be a mayor of people using bucket toilets. People have been using bucket toilets. I said, I will never be a mayor. So that will be my first point. So we're starting eradicating the bucket toilets. We are 81% nearly done. I then said, all three swimming pools of the municipality is in derelict. They are all of three of them are not functioning. I said, I will repair two before my hundred days. So if I don't repair the bucket toilets, if I don't uh, eradicate the bucket toilets, if I don't do the swimming pools, I will resign after 100 days.
1: How many? How far and are you in now? How long till the 100 days?
0: I, the 22nd of July will be the 100th and one day.
1: 100%. You're going to have all those um, toilets sorted out by then?
0: 100%. 100%. And, and I can tell you that... Uh, uh, what, what's happening here is that the need, you see, most people make a mistake. They come in with this grand plans to turn the municipality around without knowing what's wrong in the municipality. Now, you can't go to Nelson Mandela Bay and say you want to build big pools when there's a water problem, for instance. Sure. You got to understand the municipality. So I came here and the first need I saw, uh, was need number one. We got to fix the portals because I want to bring investors here. Now, if the, I, as the mayor, cannot even fix the portals, I'm going to irritate the investor even before he sees me. And that's why there's a big emphasis on the portals. The second thing I realized that the whole central car will buy the bread from, get the bread from Wooster. Okay. The whole central car will get the bread from Wooster. And I said, it cannot be. We started a bakery. Then when we saw the portals, I found out to say, no, man, there's no tire. They get the tough, the central would district. Get the tar from George. I said that cannot be. I then engaged a guy to start the bakery investor. I then engaged another investor to start the asphalt plant to give us tar and bitumen because there was a need. While we were fixing the pools, I saw there's a big need for uh, paint. We ran out of paint daily. We then got an investor which will be opening a paint shop. We then realized that the PPE, the year you're going to make money. And we are busy with uh, solar plants, uh, solar farms, erecting a solar farm because we want to become energy independent. We are going to open 25 different industries. We're going to have an aluminium factory. We are going to have a thing uh, opening up, uh, a brick factory opening up in the next five days an aluminium factory, we're going to have a paper factory, we're going to have 25 different industries that will open up before my 100 days is over.
1: Well, that is fantastic, Gaten. I would love to know how you achieve getting past the red tape and the bureaucracy that many other mayors and administrators around the country will talk about. They have to make purchases in terms of a certain policy. The authority only stretches so far. This is a provincial issue, not a local issue. How do you deal with those challenges?
0: You're right. Now, those what you're saying is so true. The rhetoric is just is just insane here. But you must understand. Firstly, there's no money in this municipality, so I'm not using state money because there's no money.
1: Okay. But the,
0: we are so fixated on tenders, on feasibility studies. Everything centers around the tender because officials want to make money, politicians want to make money out of this tenders and the system. What what system prevents me from saying to a business person? And that's what I'm doing. Can you please come and invest in Central Carroa? There's nothing I need to fill in. There's no form I need to fill in. Sure. It's not even... A, I am selling the place to the outside world and say, bring your money here. Come and invest here. They come here, they invest. Now, many of these business people told me previously they tried to get in here, but they were told to pay the bribe. Now, what we are doing, there's no red tape involved. They have deliberately made it so difficult to say no, that the MFMA prevents us, the PCMA, the MFMA, and they will give you all these reasons why they cannot deliver a particular service. What I'm saying is that those things are there to make sure people, they can be restrictive. But if you plan properly, you can plan around them. You can plan ahead. I wouldn't say around them, but you can plan ahead. Okay. But I am fortunate at this moment that all that I've managed to do here, the only thing that needed money was the tower and the fixing of the swimming pool and the eradication of the bucket system. Yeah. Then I used some of my own funds and, and funds that my friends raised with the, with the Canada and I wish we were very transparent about and we went public and we said how much was raised. But nothing else requires a mayor. When I wanted to fix the pool, Official told me we have to do a feasibility study. I burst out laughing. I said, for what? Was we technically feasible for children to swim? I said, are you crazy? No, what I'm trying to say is that we don't meet. Officials go, government spends billions, and not millions, billions, across South Africa for people to go overseas to say they're going to get investors. Mm. We never see those investors. While there are many investors in South Africa that are willing to invest in their own country, but they use these trips under the guise of going to find investors in China, in, in America, mm. as a holiday, because some of them has never been overseas. They're using state funds to go overseas. I am saying there's a lot of people, white, black, Indian, colored people in this country that wants to see their country work. We need to move past people's color. Sure. We need to move past people's political affiliation. And we need to make sure that we get this country going. And I want the central
1: Karua in 100 days. It will be a blueprint of how to fix South Africa. Fantastic.
0: Because energy, we're fixing here. Jobs, we're fixing here. Uh, opportunities, we're fixing here. I don't care if you're white or, you, or you're black or you're Indian or you're colored. For as long as you can provide jobs, you are welcome. The central Karua is open for business. To all your listeners, there's little red tip but lots of red carpet.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. I must ask about the political situation within the council. Um, How did you get the mayorship? Are all the councillors backing the initiatives that you've introduced so far? How do you see things from that side?
0: No, no, no. Of course, uh, uh, uh. The, the, we are, we are different parties here. You've got good here. You've got, uh, the DA here. You've got KDF here. You've got KGP here. You've got, uh, ANC and you've got the PA and the Democratic Alliance. Now it is virtually, uh, so what has happened is we formed a coalition between, between, the ANC, the PA, the, the ANC, PA, KDF and KGP. We formed a coalition. Now we formed the majority in council. There will be there. Are certain things I've made selling discoveries here. For instance, I found out that councillors in my council that I'm part of, some of them don't owe, don't pay electricity. They owe up to six hundred and fifty thousand. I found out that there's big business people and politically connected people in this uh, municipality that just don't pay. This morning, the first two hours of my morning I was busy cutting the politically connected. The councillors and the businesses—they don't pay. And I can tell you, we've already just for the first five minutes, somebody owed
1: seven hundred thousand paid on the spot. <laughs> wow! <On> the spot. <laughs> we have a councillor here that owes six hundred and fifty thousand,
0: and, and, and of course, they will not be for me because they can see that they
1: know—they uh, the, they know they're on your list. <laughs> they're
0: on my list. <laughs> They know they're on my list, and i got a big point to prove. I mean, like, I've got a very bad past. I come from jail, and the taxpayers looked after me when I was in jail, and I think it's my time to look after the taxpayer.
1: I think those are laudable sentiments. I would just ask you, curious, if you have been in prison in the past, and we know your history, we've done some research, is there not a law that prevents someone who's been in prison from holding public office, or am I living in the past?
0: No, no, there is a law preventing a person uh, from holding public office. But the per- the person needs to have uh, finished five years or so without having committed another crime. Okay. I am going on 30 years not committing a crime.
1: Well, congratulations. Long may that continue. And we're certainly going to check in again on how you progress after 100 days as the mayor of the Central Karoo District Municipality. It's been a pleasure, Gaten. Best of luck with your initiatives. And uh, I look forward to hearing more about you in the future.
0: No, thank you very much. and Thanks for having me. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.